bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Boom, 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 And now your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck and Jay Parker. All right, let's go live from the Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria, the Modern Eater Show right now. 3901 Fox Street. It's always a great time to be out here. Uh, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, Chef Nikki Holst. Uh, Chef Nikki back in the saddle with us. Great to have you here with us Thanks tonight. for the, the few weeks. Sorry, we were in Santa Fe, and then I was at a wedding, and anybody, you know, summer. Yeah, any Jay, anybody who gets to go do something, we're not mad at. No, no, it's weird, people, that do things. Yeah. It's weird. They're like, yeah, no, I have family, and so I went and saw family. I'm like, you have family. That's that interesting. you like. You yeah, and you go and around? see them, and you spend time. That's yeah. bizarre. I mean, it, it really is. And speaking of uh, somebody who goes and does a lot of stuff, too, we had to catch and we were like, hey, listen, we can't catch up with you, so we got to go to the Crafty Fox and find you. Kyle Moyer with us here. What's going on, Kyle? Oh, not a whole lot. I'm happy to be back, in, even if it's in my own stomping right? grounds. Yeah. yeah, this is good. I mean, it's been a little while. we got a great show lined up for us. We're going to do uh, a little talking about what uh, Kyle and I, Kyle Moyer and I, uh, we share a common birthday, although uh, I think I was born a decade and a half before Kyle. Yeah, two. Which is fine. No, actually, 14 <laughs> years to be oh, Really? Yeah. No. Okay. Kyle's 31. I turned 45. No big deal. He'll be there. And as you get older, that gap narrows. It, yeah. it really narrows down. Yeah. So yeah. when I, when I'm an old 70 uh, year old man, he'll still be an old 60 or uh, 56. Which yeah, I guess not too bad. Well, I mean, you have to live that long. <laughs> yeah, you got to make it out of your 50s. Right. You have to do that. That's <laughs> first. Kyle, uh, you, you're feeling good, looking good, right? Yeah. I. I'm liking the 30s. 30s, like 30s the 20s. The, the 20s took advantage of me, and and I I was lazy and fat, and now I feel like good. I'm 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 all about a new new process in my life with eating and drinking, and I'm I'm focused on you know on good good product, there good go. good food and good drinks that I put in my the, body. The modern eater and the modern drinkers right up your alley. Then eating eating and drinking. And I, <laughs> I always say in your twenties, you're you're not held accountable for anything, and you can also fall back on other people and excuse it to being in you. And oh, then yeah. you make that shift to where it's like uh, nobody cares if I'm fat. Nobody cares if I'm broke. Nobody cares. I'm the one who is supposed to care. And when you get that, have that revelation, oh, it, yeah. it all just makes sense. Well, you know, I, I met my wife, Angelique, early. I was like 19. And, you know, so you turn 21. I, I don't know, but I think you're supposed to go to the bars and sure. clubs and, yeah. and mingle around. And I didn't do that. Instead, I just ate and ate and, and was lazy. And, and I was like, I'm super content. I, I, had, I had a lady. So I just, you know. You're supposed to turn things up. Nowadays, yes. that's what you do. Yeah. Well, yeah. So now I'm like, oh, thirties, boom. Like boom. I, I'm ready. Let's let's take the thirties. Have, and, and have you have you noticed in the past decade? Because you've always been a modern drinker. Have you noticed in the past decade your drinking habits? Or you said they've changed. How have they changed from being you know that kind of 25 year old guy that I do this now to being you know only. I bet I can answer thoughts. that, and I don't want to step in on it, but I think he's going to say moderation. That, that's exactly it. I, yeah. Since I was 21, I grew up with family that was in the craft beer industry, as I might have talked about before. So I've always, you know, not always, but since I've been older, I've known about craft beer and, and been intrigued by it. And so when I turned 21, yeah, I jumped right on the craft beer thing. I wasn't drinking Keystone and, and Bud and oh, Coors. Yeah. I, was, I was already drinking craft, I, I'd have to say. But moderation. And, and honestly, I... Being in my 30s, I can't handle, you know, a couple six-packs of some craft, <laughs> craft beer. beer but, anymore. you know, that's the best thing about craft beer is I, I can pick it apart and love it. And it and there's so many flavors and everything. So I have one or two beers or a bomber or whatever. And I'm I'm very content with that. Treating the alcohol of life. And I've, and I've been telling Greg this where, you know, I'm going through with my own thing about how much. It's like to treat the amenities like amenities and not overindulge it. In, in sure. it. You know, it's like if you live in a place and you have a hot tub, you don't sit in it 
every single night. Sure. You know, at the play, that's an amenity of where you live, but you don't do it because it would melt you out, you know? So it's, uh, yeah, there you go, Greg. There's the analogy. It's the hot tub of life. <laughs> Big show for us tonight again, live at Crafty Fox uh, Tab House and Pizzeria, 3901 Fox Street. Come on and give us a holler. If anything, it's the 60 taps of delicious craft beer that Kyle handpicks and makes sure is ready to go for you as fresh and delicious as possible along with their pizza. Uh, their pizza kitchen is just cooking and tonight's a beautiful night to do that. A little overcast in the Mile High City. But if you're uh, any, if you're a Coloradan, you're used to these. Uh, here it is, midsummer uh, afternoon rain and it just brings the temperature down a bit and then the evening time, it is so beautiful. And sitting out here on this patio at the Crafty Fox, uh, some changes have happened here, Kyle, on this patio. You're already beautiful view of downtown uh the mile high city has gotten even better with a few uh adjustments yeah you know we were blessed with this view and, and that was one of the selling points when we decided obviously to build a restaurant here but when we open up the upstairs you know our, our initial we've been open about 14 15 months now and our initial focus was downstairs you know we let's start small let's let's get this under control and, and do it right. And so we just kind of did the upstairs just to, you know, be a, be available, I guess, you know, if we needed to for private parties, things like that. And lately, as in the last few months, Denver Post and Zagat and uh, Denver Business Journal, all kinds of um, articles have been written about kind of the, obviously getting into summer, the best patios and things like that around Denver and who to visit. And we've been on all those lists. And some are beer-savvy places. Some are family-friendly places. Some are just better view. And honestly, we're like, wow, we've got some great, um, I don't want to say competition, great other restaurants and bars that are on this good list. Company. Yeah, good, good company. Good company. So we can't have somebody go to the good company and be impressed and come here and say, ah, well, Not the view's so good. But yeah, so yeah. what we've done is we've updated the furniture, all the outdoor furniture is brand new, and uh, got some custom planters, got some plants and herbs and stuff that we're using in our food. And now, this is bench picnic, picnic style, which I really like, great. but this is this is quality wood that you're sitting Oh, this on is phenomenal. Here. Yeah, and honestly, we want to be kind of that, that beer hall theme, you know, that you see in Germany and stuff, but we're a domestic craft uh, business, so... You know, we're, we're, we're going a little bit off the, the Belgian-German style, you know, when it comes to furniture, but kind of adding the American twist to it. So you've got your nice wood picnic tables, and, you know, inside we've got some more German-style, you know, beer hall tables. But uh, we got the synthetic turf. The point is to kind of feel like you're, you're indoors, outdoors, you know, with the garage doors open and everything. So really happy with the, the, the moves that we made recently. One thing that you did not mention that uh, I'd like to, uh, again, at the Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria, uh, we, we post quite a bit of uh, J Instagram pictures, right? Mm -hmm. A lot. I mean, every day we've got a couple of new things up there, uh, places that we've gone. And real interesting that you took a picture of the uh, planters that Kyle has up here on the patio, and those were on fire. People love when restaurants are sourcing some of their ingredients right from their planters of their urban gardening that they're doing there. I thought that that was really a, a telltale sign of that they're on the right track. Well, a lot like uh, brews that we were just at beers. Right. They have their whole thing. Well, they have whole a whole thing, thing you know? of its own. But, uh, and I've seen your your spice garden on your patio that I laugh at because, you, you know, it's you. Hey, that but, will have more than three but, jalapenos. It but, will yield. He's a, Kyle, he's so excited about this thing. My jalapenos haven't sprouted yet. <laughs> oh, mine But my peppers and tomatoes are coming Listen, in mine, I'm, I'm, well, Actually, I want to talk to you about that in a minute here, but go ahead. I, I was just saying, I mean, yeah, I, it, why not? You know, with a patio like this where you have the room to even even a small thing that you can just dedicate to maybe a cocktail, you, you know. And, and I'm a, terrified a, a sprig, to ask. A sprig of mint. <laughs> Yeah, I'm terrified to ask Kyle, do you know what's growing over there? Because there's, there's basil. <laughs> you want me to be honest? Dill, yes. There's rosemary. Let's give it there's some oregano. And then I'm going to guess dill on the left with the yellow. So that's a pizzeria. And you're going to use some of those ingredients to go on these fine crafted pizzas as well. Absolutely. We, we add a lot of that um, to mm. pretty much every pizza we use. And, you know, then some. You know, when we're doing tacos or burgers or whatever. I mean, you could add it to anything. And, and even as Jay said, I don't know if we've made this move with the cocktails, but you could definitely add that to a cocktail. Oh, for sure. And we, we are, as we'll talk about later, really pushing uh, gluten-free. And we're going to do a, a nice 
spoon-free cocktail menu, which, you know, maybe that's what we throw on there. Have you ever, let me ask you this, Kyle, have you ever taken, like, a fresh uh, piece of mint and added it to one of these lighter craft beers? I'll tell you this much, it's delicious. Well, we do have, a, I, I have seen, I, I worked on the menu actually yesterday, and, and um, one of the drinks is a mint um, vodka drink. And I believe so. that mint is gluten-free, if it, I'm not mistaken. It, it is. Yeah, yeah, see? So you see how that works. Just mint all day long. <laughs> yes. In every beer that mint you have. Yeah, that's right. That's what I do. They call me mint. It's so funny. Jay mint. People's taste, you know, because uh, Kyle, you don't like chocolate at all. Well, no, I, I like it. I can't have oh, it. Oh, you can't have it? it. Yeah, I'm allergic. gives me migraines. It's very unfortunate. Oh, that's that is unfortunate. Yeah, I wish I didn't like it. Mint's one of those things that I have to have it with chocolate. Like uh, only with chocolate? Uh, so yeah, like you like junior like mints and York peppermint patties? Is there, yes. I do too, but I have friends who can't stand junior <laughs> really? mints, and I, I love them. I can't. That's I can't interesting. Ironically, I like mint in certain things, but not not in my candy. Anything yeah. sweets, get, get, get mint away from me. Oh. Now, Kyle Moyer is going to... Um, he was right. We're going to talk about uh, gluten-free um, and the drive within that's happening right now and the mindset. And it kind of have to go to Nikki because, uh, Nikki, they're making no secret. There's always been this kind of, and, and not contention, but just a small debate back and forth between you. And you shake your head, but it's a transparent you make it bigger than, you, than it is. <laughs> well, well, listen, no. It, tell me tell me if I'm lying here, Nikki. This this is your thoughts. If I'm, it, as a chef. put words I, in I, no, well, I'll, I'll be the I'll be the, uh, the media. I'll be the, thank you. I okay. was going to say media. Right, I think go. I'll go. Oh, Nikki, you said uh, I recognize people that need to be gluten free. Yes, but I will also only put something on my menu as a chef that is organically gluten free. I won't go out of my way. I to never have, said. Oh, that. No, okay. Backtrack. But the problem is, is that <laughs> I was feeding four thousand people at a time. So That's if fine. it's going to be naturally organically gluten free. I'm not a gluten-free kitchen. I can't guarantee that someone's not going to get a piece of flour in their in their stuff. But at the end of the day, if it's naturally organic, gluten-free, why can't? Why does it have to be gluten-free on purpose? Let me tell you. And let, let me tell you why, Jay. Do you have anything to say that's no, no, different? Than, no, okay. Well, let me tell you why. We've gone into places like gluten-free things with John Urban and Arvada, and we've seen people that have not had the ability to be able to eat, say, a pizza crust or a muffin, or and tears come to their eyes to where they're putting things. So you said to me, why does it have to be something that's manufactured gluten-free, right? Well, that's the reason why people are starting to be able to eat things off of their menu again that they've loved for so many years but have found that they can't eat anymore. Sure, and I understand that. At the same time, I can bring in a gluten-free product and have that set aside and if someone requests a gluten-free bun for their hot dog, we definitely have those. But that being said, it's never going to sell. It's ah, never going to okay. work. With that said, Mr. <laughs> Kyle Moyer, you are going to dedicate a part of your kitchen to gluten-free. And I find that to be very interesting as a businessman of being a pizzeria of why you're bringing on a dedicated gluten-free beer and dedicating part of your kitchen to being exclusively gluten-free. And if you don't mind, Kyle, I want you to get a good run at that and talk about your kitchen and bringing on Holidayly Beer, which will actually be in the Drinker Show in the next hour. They're going to join us from Holidayly Brewing Company, a dedicated gluten-free brewing company that's in Golden, Colorado. And why we're finding that business people more and more are seeing this niche and not being able to ignore it like maybe Nikki would. Listen, our well, menus are, I would say, like we <laughs> label what's gluten-free and I I have options available. I get that it. being said, I get not it, every body makes every sausage company I work with isn't always a gluten-free sausage. I, I get it. We'll we'll continue this as we get back. Right? We make, num we make a number of people very happy by having gluten-free options on our. <laughs> when you menu. say we, I'm talking about Nikki. It's just you in particular. Just me in general. If you were to have your own kitchen and what you would do, uh, and and we've had our friends like Chef, Chef Preston Phillips down at. I love the, how he prefaces that after the debate. <laughs> we'll come back. All right, we'll, We'll finish it up here. And then also with us is John Irvin from Gluten-Free Things, uh, who does his own thing. And we're going to give him a segment at 7.30 and talk about what he's doing. But when it comes back, when we come back, it's the Crafty Fox Pizzeria, a tap house and pizzeria. And we're going to talk about uh, Kyle Moyer doing some uh, changes in his menu and on his taps uh, just for that gluten-free crowd. That's right. uh, we'll do that as we come back. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Chef Nikki Olson. No more putting words into your mouth, Chef Nikki. You're going to speak for yourself. 
<laughs> All right, we'll do that when we come back. It is the Modern Eater Show right here on iHeartRadio. Love great food and drinks? Get tips on the best places to eat or discover new bars and restaurants. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Modern Eater. Hey guys, it's Jennifer Heelan at Water's Edge Winery. Have you dropped by to try our Vingo wine pouches for the active wine drinker on the go? Are you heading to the pool, camping, hiking, Red Rocks for a concert? Water's Edge Winery has your favorite wine in our easy-to-open, eco-friendly, durable half-bottle pouches. Perfect for your next outdoor adventure. So drop in and grab a few. Find us at wewdenver.com for events and location. That's wewdenver.com. See you down at the water's edge. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Hot dogs! Get your Billy's Gourmet hot dogs! Hot dogs for grown-ups and kids alike! Awesome homemade sausages! Get your Billy's Gourmet hot dogs! Billy's Gourmet hot dogs. 100% single-sourced meat. Never any artificial flavors or coloring. And always hormone-free. Experience the best dogs you'll ever eat. Just two blocks from Coors Field. A perfect place to sit on a sun-filled out door patio and grab a beer and dog before a game. Billy's Gourmet Hot Dogs.com. Justin Brunson, Old Major, you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. I hate to speak with my mouth full. Do it, Greg. Because um, this pizza is delicious at the Crafty Box Tap House and Pizzeria. Um, not only is Kyle Moyer joining us still, in this segment, along with uh, myself, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Chef Nikki Olt, but also Angela Carranzo, the uh, chef here at the Crafty Fox. I don't know, Angela, how long has it been now? Three months? Did it's, you? It's been about three and a half months. Bring that mic a little closer to you so everybody can hear you loud and clear. How's that? It's, it's great. Uh, pizza, here, here you are. You were here once. Now you're back, and you're in the, the uh, executive chef role. The pizza's outstanding, and it's kind of one of those things to where uh, if you're a pizzeria, it kind of has to be, Yeah, right? your pizza has to be on point no matter what. But the, the rest of the restaurant, as far as your menu items go, uh, you're killing it there as well. Yeah, we have a pretty good variety for being a pizzeria. You know, we get to actually think outside the box a little bit. It's really nice. You know, we don't just get wrapped up as just a pizzeria. We have great sandwiches, great salads. Everything in between is always on point. As much as I'd like to eat pizza every day... Uh, really can't. Uh, that's me personally. There are some kids. It was so funny. I was talking to uh, um, Preston Phillips' mom at Grind the other night, uh, Janine, and one of their very handsome young uh, dishwasher guys yeah. that, they, that, you, that you look at and you go. And I said to her, I said, I wish I had that 17 year old body just to destroy, mm-hmm. you know, just so I could drink it to death and eat it to death and just start over and destroy Says it. Says every 45 yeah, year old. Yeah, and then give yeah. it back in three yeah. days. Like, yeah. here you go. This is what I could do in three <laughs> days. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Moyer, when you sit here and you look at the Crafty Fox and the delicious pizzas, and we just had that very lot. Li- the, the debate went through the commercial. And Nikki, this isn't something where I'm I'm nailing. This is the mindset of a chef to where it's like, um, again, I'm telling you what I'm seeing from other chefs, and I'm seeing a shift now. Uh, and the mindset was, is I can really put items and and take that gluten free cra- crowd 
and be able to accommodate them with stuff in my kitchen to where I don't have to go through all of the things to have a dedicated gluten-free kitchen and cross-contamination. And it's just uh, it's a lot easier that way on everybody around. I'm not going to let somebody down that really needs to have gluten-free and no cross-contamination. I'm not looking at lawsuits. There's so many variables in, involved in that, aren't there? Oh, for sure, without a doubt. But ultimately, you know, you have to serve your customer base and do what's best. And if you can do that organically and bring in a product that is great to service those folks that want a roll or a bread that's gluten-free, but you can have the rest of their meal be organically gluten-free with nothing, that's ideal. So I find it interesting, and, and not to cut you off, Jam, just in this no, small no. train of thought, because there's a place like a Bruschi's, who's a, a, an Italian restaurant mm. that uh, John Irvin will talk about here in a little while. Italian restaurant, you think gluten-free, everything in an Italian restaurant's gluten. Mm-hmm. There's gluten mm-hmm. every. They have a dedicated portion to their kitchen that's gluten-free. So that takes somebody saying, I want to change this up. Now, Kyle... You use a gluten-free product here already. You can offer a gluten-free pizza. Now you can offer Holiday beer that's a dedicated gluten-free beer. But what made you switch up as a businessman and say, I recognize this group of people and I actually want to put an effort into that and partner with my chef and make this so I'm dedicated gluten-free for those customers? Well, you know... Obviously, every restaurant's built, you know, successful restaurants should be built around a concept, you know, a good concept. And when we initially opened, obviously our concept was 60 taps, craft, um, making food with beer ingredients. You know, that was the main concept. The other was we really wanted to target families, vegans, and gluten-free people. So... Some people would say, don't even do a pizzeria then. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Just go with the other concept. Exactly. So, so that was, you know, based on our neighborhood, based on the day and age we're in, where, um, you know, it, it is people are more aware of their conditions and whatnot. We, we felt, and I know people, my general manager does, my chef does. Now, mind you, Angelo has been with us in, in the beginning when we first opened, but took a little break and, and obviously is back. So, you know, this was a concept that we did, but we didn't really push. So as of literally Wednesday, we have our, our staff meeting with myself, general manager Kevin, and executive chef Angelo, and we talked about how we really want to make a push and obviously continue to advertise. You know that we're family friendly because you know we all have young families, and, and that's really what we're we're really I'm proud of. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, they're they're everywhere. We have you know toys in the front, da da da. But the other thing is we really want to uh, make that gluten free push. We've always carried cider. We've always carried meads. We've always carried canned gluten-free beer, um, and you know, and, and uh, Tito's vodka, and, and some you know, fun drinks on the. Why front. not stop there though? Why so, not just carry the ciders? Why not because, just offer the gluten-free pizza dough? Yeah, and, and and obviously in the back of the house we did that, and you know, we've always fried, um, you know, done everything in the fryer separate, everything on a stone separate in the in the pizza oven. Um, you know, we, we've always been conscious of what we were doing, but this is more not that we're not been doing it more that we want to advertise that we're doing it and so we're redoing our menu basically the majority of our menu can be done gluten-free uh we can we're gonna add a little gf you know in a diamond or circle or whatever on the menu where you can see what can be if you want to build your own if it's already built um and then with the front of the house we have we're doing a nice little menu uh with spirit you know cocktails with tito's that we can um proudly say they're gluten-free uh, obviously, Holiday Brewery, we've really started connecting with. We've got their blonde ale right now in cans that we're really pushing. It's phenomenal. I'm, I'm not gluten intolerant. I am a beer geek, fanatic. The buyer here, I feel like I'm a pretty good palate. I cannot tell that's gluten-free. And most every other beer I've had, including the beer that we used to carry that was gluten-free, I could tell was gluten-free, but I thought it was good for me. So is it, the pro- is it the products are tasting better? Yes, gluten- there's better products out there. Yeah, obviously, that's, mm-hmm. that's huge, but there's a demand for it. So why not hit that niche when we have consumers that are walking through this door that are happy with what they're getting? But why not open their eyes and say, we've got more product for you? On the drink special and the sure. food special. And, and here you are at 39th and Fox Street, and and I say to, to Chef Preston Phillips, who's in the middle of Cherry Creek, hey, man, and listen, you as a businessman, I understand you may ha- have thoughts of what you're going to do and not do as a chef, but do you like money in your pocket? And I, I can't help but think that this is a money decision for you, uh, Kyle. No, it, not as much. It's more concept. I want... I want to be known. We want to be known. Yeah, we want to be known as being able to 
accommodate everybody. Right, but yeah. if, it, if it was if it was something that if it, it was it a business, put money in your pocket. If I wanted to put money in my pocket, I would carry Bud Light. Oh, that's an interesting agreed. thought. And I, agreed. I will thought. never, ever carry... So let, let's talk about what it takes in order to make your kitchen. Like, it, Angela, when you hear this, Chef Carranza, when you hear that this is going to be a... Ch- is this like, oh, my goodness, this is just another thing to do? I, I actually... Just, look, where are your thoughts towards that? I look at it as a really good challenge. Like, we're, we're going across the board with it where I'm designating a section of my lower oven, which we hardly use at all as it is. But I'm going to put a uh, granite stone remnant in there, and that will be strictly for gluten-free pizzas. We just, well, what I does find- it take, Chef Nikki? You're probably pretty well-versed on this. I mean, uh, you've been uh, chef for quite some time and, and worked in very large volume capacities. What does it take to have a dedicated area in your kitchen to be gluten-free? Yeah, it's no joke, and that's why a lot of smaller businesses, either they are a gluten-free kitchen or they're not, because mm-hmm. it's very easily for something to transfer through. So having a bottom oven that can be dedicated only for that one thing is is major. Yeah, it's, it's a really big help. And I had the benefit of we have a server that works with us here, and she's uh, she's celiac. So I've actually talked with her a lot and learned a lot of different tricks that, you know. Now, she's a small percentage yeah. of the gluten-free yeah. population. I mean, very, but very But that's the key. one that, but it's, it's because you have to be you have, yeah. If it's gluten-free, you have to yeah. make sure that because they're not going to be. Because of her. Be, because yeah. of so, the 15%, so I, yeah. the, you know, the 1%. Because you can't make it wrong with her. Right, because she may not say right. I'm celiac and come in and oh, gluten free, great, boom, 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 and then next thing you know, she's ill because a little flour was in the wrong oven. And- exactly. And you see, here's where that that I believe that thought process is very interesting. Kyle, Jay, we sat down, we had a meeting down here at Crafty Fox a couple of days ago, and and there's a guy who's very uh, gluten intolerant, and Kyle said to him, Hey, listen, I want you to try this beer, Holla Daily completely gluten-free in his mind it didn't register he didn't trust it <laughs> he did he, did it. It. he, did, he was like i'm terrified to believe what you're saying right, right now and and it was kind of that mindset or mental shift to like can i can i trust you can i can i walk to that area right there what did you think about that Kyle? well i've never like i was kind of in like a, a weird position because I, I literally the owner of Holiday was just in, dropped off our case of, of the Blondale like twenty minutes before that, like so fresh. We tasted that morning, we said, Oh my goodness, you guys make phenomenal beer. Yeah. And you were happy and, to hear he was gluten free yeah, and, and I said, to- Here we go. I'm i I'm witnessing this. I'm witnessing me buying a product and and giving it to somebody that, you know, is gluten intolerant and, and needs to you're drink giving it. it you're giving it away? I gave it no away, oh, Jay. My, well, see, he didn't <laughs> care about the money, He's Greg. He's like, listen, I ordered it. I'm giving it up. No, and he kidding. was still hesitant, you know. So, yeah. no. So, so he tried it. And he and as Greg said, I was kind of caught off guard. Like, you know, trust me. I know. I know. What, I know but gluten But he was terrified reduced. for his health. He was, he was. And he tried it and, was, and had two. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the holiday, man, we'll talk about him later, but. Those guys are making phenomenal beer, and these are products that is essential not just for us, who's really trying to push this gluten-free thing, but any I recommend to any bar, restaurant, brewery, or uh, tap house out there because it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's, without a doubt, that beer is. I tried it, and I could not tell the difference between that and a regular beer. It is just as good, if not better, than most regular beers. It's six thirty on six thirty KHOW. Go ahead. Yeah, Jeff. before we go to break, Greg, and this might be a question for John when he comes on too, and Nikki. Here's my thing: when I hear all this stuff about the gluten and we're dedicating the kitchen, uh, who, who? Who tests it? Who says, "Yeah, this is dead"? Because you're talking about separating ovens and all that stuff. Does the board of health come in with a with a white glove? Our server, and they go like, this. "I was going to say, put <laughs> the girl. She's the perfect. The yeah, she's the feed perfect her the one. stuff and be like, hey, if she falls I'll down, pay you to get we, sick. We, Here, pay, we pay her more. We pay she's her more. my guinea pig. Listen, it's, but, oh, it's yeah. I believe, and it's uncharted waters. And I guarantee you, this conversation a year ago probably wouldn't be happening. And I know a lot of people who you take their word for it, it's an inflammation thing, or they're they're having. Uh, uh, the, the celiac that's so small, or it's just one of those things to where they're gluten lifestyle, gluten free lifestylers that they just don't want it in their life because they feel better for whatever reason. But this conversation, I've seen the shift take place to where now it's actually a conversation at the table. And there were so many people that it's like, I'm just going to stay home in my controlled environment, cook my own food, and I'm not going to go to a place like gluten free things. 
or uh, whomever's out there making gluten-free. Because you know what? For the longest time, the rap was, it's going to taste like cardboard. It's not going to taste good. Give me a gluten-free. Beer is gluten. Come on. Yeah. I mean, where are you getting it from? But they now have they have the ability to make these things taste delicious. There's that, Greg. And then the lifestyle thing. Here it is. You know what gluten is? Gluten is yoga. Right? You don't need it to be healthy, but some people's lifestyles say that's what I'm going to do. The gluten is the, and I'm not to come out oh with these weird analogies. What is, that's horrible? That's a horrible analogy? Well, that that's in the good. hot tub. You're John, just... John Irvin, I gave that to John for free. That's going to be his new sign. It's gluten is yoga. Yeah. Uh, Angela Carranza, a chef here at uh, Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria. You've got your work cut out for that. It's not just all about gluten-free because uh, just like us, we're out here uh, enjoying the gluten like you, you could not believe. I want one of those holiday leaves. Could I, could I have one of those right there? Uh, one of the holiday blondes because I want to be able to uh, talk very. You want to uh, fit in? No, I want to be able to when holiday <laughs> comes on. In he the did, next you want a good free pizza? He knows you're, he knows you're giving them away, so he just wants to give. He's like, give me one. You know? Hey, listen, he likes I free want stuff one. There's a, uh, nothing's given away. What's uh, what's our server's name? Zach. Zach. Just Zach. give a, a shout out to Zach for taking care of us tonight. Yeah. That's all. Really? Thanks, Zach. No, that's it. It's over. No, I thought you were going to say there's no, no, something no. about him I really no, admire. No, 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 no. He's a little weird, right? If you want to get into it. Yeah, he, he's got nice golden locks. <laughs> yeah, and a Jay's. He's just one of these. Jay's, he's just one of these young, good-looking guys that I'm jealous of, like every other <laughs> single, like the guy over at Grind. Every you single saying, show, there's that guy. I know that Jay's like take my shirt off and walk around. You know. We also want to tell you coming up. We're going to talk about paws and pints. Uh, if you've got a dog and you're a dog lover, that's going to be coming up on July 30th it's right here free. at the Crafty Fox. <laughs> Bring your dogs. Oh, Nikki. Um, you missed me. I, know I, have, I have missed you. We're going to eat this delici- delicious mm-hmm. pizza. We're going to come back. We're going to talk with John Irvin from Gluten-Free Things. Then we're going to get in the kitchen. And uh, what do we have in the kitchen, Jay? Nothing. We nothing. No, we have nothing. John Irvin was kind of going to be our in. I, I, you know, even what? though he's out of the kitchen, I, I think. But we, uh, but we also, we, uh, we. Uh, I want to talk about uh, everybody's favorite too. pizza. Everybody's favorite pizza. Yeah, remember when I made a pizza here for the pizza competition? I do remember that. I did too. It was and they said it was delicious. Yeah. So yeah. we'll come back. We'll, we've got so much stuff to cover. But I, I love this uh, that this dialogue is actually happening in today's day and age. And for you gluten-free people out there, I'm your warrior. I'm gonna I'm gonna be out there fighting for you because I want you to be able to eat all the stuff um, that you love. So I've seen. I'll talk to you, John. When you get back. I've seen people with your. Um, with your pancake mix that are just like I'm back in I'm back in business. This is fantastic. All right, An- Angelo Carranza, anything that we need to know coming up here at the Crafty Fox that you're really excited about? Uh, we're starting to play a lot with a lot of old school traditional like curing meats right now. Nice. Oh, I, I've cool. got a lot of stuff in cure right now. So in the next few weeks, we're actually going to unveil a lot of fun stuff. We can, cool. We'll bring you back for In the Kitchen, too, and talk about yeah. favorite pizzas. And we'll go around the horn. I want to know what your favorite pizza is. That'll well. work. We'll do that. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. 635 live from the Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. So maybe you have a restaurant and aren't making as much money as you'd like. Perhaps you need help with food costs or ideas on improving your menu. Get help now. Email Greg and the chef today. TheModernEater at gmail.com. What is it, Cooper? Brews beers? Denver's only all-Belgian-style brewery? And dogs are welcome? Good boy, Cooper! Brews Beers. Sip on classic Belgian styles and unique Belgian-inspired beers. They also have a large selection of award-winning, small-batch, handcrafted artisan ales, daily food trucks, and plenty of free parking. On Mondays, enjoy half-price drafts. Tuesdays, it's half-price crowlers. Wednesdays is trivia night. And don't miss American Craft Beer Week, May 15th through the 21st. If you like Belgian beers, Brews Beers is the best place to hang in Colorado. 67th and Pecos in Midtown. Call 303 beer that's 303-650-2337 and online at brewsbeers b-r-u-z beers.com rocker spirits it's a distillery it's a place to hang it's about quality it's about taste it's about passion 
infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And have you ever had pizza from a thousand degree oven? Great pizza from Sprezzatura. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Beer. Always tastes better and fresher when it comes right out of the tap. Now you don't have to go to a bar to get the same great taste with Man Can. The Man Can is a sturdy, stainless steel, one gallon keg style craft beer growler. Man Can. It's like a mini craft brewery that travels with you. Camping, tailgating, up in the mountains, wherever. Perfect for get togethers. You can keep eight pints of your favorite beer fresh in every man can. Here's how it works fill the man can at your favorite brewery or tap station. It keeps beer fresh and carbonated with an awesome pressurized CO2 tap system. The man can is virtually indestructible and gives you a perfect pour every time. It makes pouring craft beer easy, even from the fridge. The man can. A great gift for those who love fresh beer. Wherever you go, bring fresh beer. Get yours today online at mancan.beer. That's mancan.beer. All right, we'll be right back to the Crafty Fox uh, Tap House and Pizzeria. 60 taps. Oh, my goodness. Uh, right now, Jeff Rourke, A-plus beverage solutions. Talk about Jeff Rourke for a minute. A family man, 20 years in the business, installing uh, just the, the highest quality tap lines around. But it doesn't end there. It has to do with maintenance, and it has to do with refrigeration. <laughs> they all play into one. Uh, efficient tap lines is so important when you're dealing with pouring beer. If they're not efficient. Jay, what's happening to you? You're pouring your money right down the drain. <laughs> Chef Nicky Olds loves that, but it's really the truth. We go to a business owner that has uh, 60 taps here at the Crafty Fox. Very uh, important that you're fishing, right? Oh, absolutely. It's so important. It's one of those things, though, to where sometimes it's not Jeff that's going to install your uh, system, but it's very nice when there's a guy that you can just get a hold of right away and he'll come in and help out. Absolutely, and I, I made that call. My guy was out of town. I needed some work done. They came out and fixed the issue, and it was nice. It was great for us. <laughs> no problem with that. And Jeff Rourke at A-Plus Beverage Solutions, he wants you to have an A-plus on your report card when it comes to draft systems. When you have guys like Kyle Moyer, uh, Chef Keegan Gerhardt from the Food Network, James Pachorik from Lost Highway, where the, he did five build-outs from him. Uh, he, he's really – who's the guy who said Jeff, Jeff Rourke's a god? Oh, uh, um, 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 uh, Bob. Bob, B-O-B, Bob, uh, uh, brewery, uh, brewery on, on Broadway. Jeez, yeah. uh, I can't said, believe I pulled that from your ancient brain you right got there, it. Jay. But uh, it's the truth. Jeff Rourke is the man when it comes to tap lines and installation, refrigeration and maintenance, water, uh, beer, Nitro Lines, add one, uh, Punch Bowl Social Trust. So flies them all over the country. Do the same. Check them out. 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. Jeff Rourke in A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Hosea Rosenberg, Black Belly Market, Boulder, Colorado. You're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. So much stuff going on in town as far as food and movement and restaurants and opening and closures and can you get to your favorite restaurant? Is the street shut down? Uh, lots of stuff and we'll continue the lively conversation about gluten-free. I, I'm just so happy that it's happening um, than it never did. But here comes uh, John Irvin and gluten-free things in Arvada. And you come on the show. You came down here to the Crafty Fox Pizzeria and Tap House. But, John, you come into the middle of a conversation, not contentious or anything else, but I am for certain because I've been on the spearhead of just this fight for people that are gluten-free and whether your lifestyle or your inflammation or, or your celiac, that I've really seen a shift in accommodation for these folks and for you what you do and when Jay and I go up and visit you and we see your customers who just uh, literally 
break down in tears, Jay, when they say, I haven't had a taste of an English muffin or a waffle or, or, or a pancake. It, it's, it's pretty... It, it's special. I mean, it really is, you know, and if you're somebody who's, you know, just food, 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 chef, whether you're eating healthy or not. I mean, for me, like, when you and Nikki were doing the debate about, you know, her... And, if and, I, had, and listen, Nikki, she's here. She has yeah. her microphone. It's on. She can jump in yeah. whenever she wants. And I wasn't putting Nikki on the spot at all. No, I know I, w- I really wish that I could hear for her as a, a chef that I respect so much to say, yes, Greg, there's a shift and people are recognizing it more <laughs> and more. That's why you're seeing Kyle more. I wish I could hear that from her, but I think she... But I think it's a natural shift, and that, I mean, it's already happening all across the board. Just those people came across, and even to me, as just so annoying. Like, oh, we have to, we're going out tonight to dinner, and we have to take our needs and specialize them to your little silly, what, it's not a silly little thing anymore, is it, John? No. uh, I get people from all over the country who are, uh, are, you know, like today had some people from uh, Oklahoma come in say that they can't find anything or very little and they come in and find out uh, that we're a dedicated gluten-free and vegan and the reason why we are dedicated because I started out gluten-free the reason why we got rid of eggs and dairy and went minimal ingredients is because a lot of people have more and more allergies um, I can only handle one thing at a time, John. Now, we had a conversation on the phone today where you're like, everything's heading vegan way. It is. Because the animal products, are, yeah, their people are wanting to take them out of the yeah. equation yes. as well. And so you, you're kind of on the forefront of that game. Um, but I find that interesting as well, the, the whole uh, notion of the animal products and people that are going that way and pulling those out as well. Well, I like my steaks. You know, I like my steaks and hamburgers and all that kind of good stuff. But the thing is, my customers who pay the bills, and uh, just like what, you know, Kyle's, uh, you know, has said, and, or, you know, what he's running a business, you have to serve your customers. And so we decided a couple of years ago that eggs and dairy, and I just kept on hearing over and over and over, and we only got one product that has corn in it. I serve my customers. So we use basically in all of our breads and stuff is rice flour and tapioca. And there's a few other little things, but... The rest of it's very, very simple. And the reason why is that we can maximize our customers when they come in and say, well, I can't eat this, can't eat this, can't eat this, can't eat this. And in another year, we're potentially going to go do some paleo stuff and try to do the same thing. But, uh, you know, it really comes down to what does your customer want? Well, and it's it has it's like entrepreneurship. You you look for a need and you fulfill the need, and hopefully you're on the target. If you really believe that I have something to fulfill the need that nobody else has, mm-hmm. and, and that's very so, I kind of put your feet to the fire. You're probably going to be like, Greg, what in the world? So, with anything in life, with taste, right? Taste has come a long way. Yes. With, but if you take one thing out, and I see that with any other foods, that it's hard. Well, you're mixing ingredients. It, it, it's gluten-free, just like laden with sugar. And la- it, it, am I going to pay for it on the other end, where I'm, I'm eating tons of calories and I'm, I'm eating the sugars and I'm doing? <laughs> Someone go get friend. that kid and give him a spanking. Hey, no. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that. No, We've come past that. What, what do you do to substitute to get that taste into the gluten-free uh, items right now? Well, with respect to our recipes and formulas, uh, I was an engineer, of course, before I was a gluten-free baker, and so I wasn't influenced by what everybody else, the wheat and stuff like that, and everybody always kept on saying, well, it's got to taste like wheat. It's got to taste like wheat. Well, a brownie's never going to taste like a filet mignon. So what you do is you make a good, good brownie and a good filet mignon. What we found our formula is that I've used a couple different logical, I think, engineering thought processes. And we've been able to actually, I mean, you've tasted our bread. Mm-hmm. It's vegan, no eggs, no dairy, uh, tapioca, which has no flavor, rice flour, uh, rice flour. And what we've done is been able to formulate a formula that actually a lot of my customers at a lot of the uh, restaurants actually call the waiter back and say, hey, you gave me the wrong thing. Uh, Pitas, you know, our French loaves, our hoagies, everything. And so the thing is is that with respect to the sugar and stuff like that, no, we don't put a lot of sugar in. We use about a pound and a half of turbinado sugar, which is non-processed sugar, per 30 pounds, 30 to 32 pounds of uh, dough. Now, we have to have that because your yeast is not going to give you as much rise. We give the, the yeast a little something to eat. 
Yeast actually adds flavor to our product. We've tried it without yeast. We've tried a bunch of different things. We're always experimenting, you know, Don. Don, we're always uh, back there throwing ideas back and forth, but we've pretty much settled down. But the main thing is, is that I like liver and onions. Most of my customers don't like liver and onions. And if my customers, when they come in, the first thing we do is we let them test drive our product. We hand them a piece of bread. We hand them a graham cracker. We hand them whatever we bake uh, and stuff and say, what do you think? You know, if they kept on saying, oh, this isn't very good, then we, we haven't done our job. But, um, you know, that's just the way I've kind of operated throughout my 35 years as an engineer. My customers who pay the bills, those are the ones who I pay attention to. And, of course, the more, more, more money they pay me, the more I'll pay attention to them. Well, listen, uh, you know how I feel about you, John. I think the world of you. Well, and you. Uh, you stand behind the show. I, I believe uh, thoroughly in what you do and what you pr provide for people. And I ask you the tough questions, too, about uh, really what you're doing within the gluten-free society. And I, and I know um, that there are so many people that without you, uh, their lives wouldn't just wouldn't be as happy. So you know how I feel about you. I think I'm the only talk show host that I know of yeah. that uh, is fully behind yeah. the gluten-free uh, movement because I really believe that from a business standpoint, that if there's a market that has to, that's out there and that can be tapped into, uh, you, you'd be really crazy not to do it. Coming from a business standpoint, other than that, uh, the, I don't I don't relate with the gluten-free stuff. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't affect me mm -hmm. and. But I do know people that I care about, that I love, that are around me, that are really paralyzed uh, within their menus and what they do. That's why when I see Kyle Moyer, I'm like, man, that is so cool that you're going to do this and put this out there for people because it's not an easy thing to do and not an easy decision to make um, when you can just go ahead and do the traditional ways of things. So uh, kudos to Kyle, yeah. too, well, right? You know, the thing is, with respect to Kyle, it's actually probably more difficult. Uh, than what we're doing because I'm a dedicated gluten-free facility. I don't have to worry about anything. He's got to worry. But Colorado is the number one gluten-free state in the country. There are tons of Californians moving here. There's a lot of people just moving here from you know all over the place. But what I'm meaning is is that you know he's adding on this Holladaily's uh, beer. I've tasted it several years ago when they kind of first opened. They do a phenomenal job. They're one of like five or six gluten true gluten free you know places within the country yeah, within the country yeah. and yeah. i guarantee you that once kyle implements what yeah. he's doing that the word gets out because yeah. if you're if you're gluten free you're going to know that the kyle moyer and the crafty fox yeah. is doing this and not only that you're going to be somebody like me who has someone out there that you love and care about that's going to say hey what i'm going to recommend yeah well uh, now now uh, i've got now i've got someplace else that i can <laughs> That yeah. we can is that your bike? No, that's actually that's actually my car getting ready for the Mile High Nationals. <laughs> John, thanks so much, no man. Uh, it's very cool. We're going to do some things, and especially uh, Brucey's is someplace where you can get gluten-free things, right? A Brucey's. Do you know the address to a Brucey's? They just opened it's up a, a new location. It's a 24th and Youngfield and Wheat Ridge there. Uh, just, just, it's just down the road. They were on 32nd Youngfield. Go on down to 24th. It has a big sign that says uh, Fire and Wine on it. They're uh, kind of rebranding themselves a little bit. Phenomenal place. They've got... An know, Italian restaurant that's uh, got a dedicated gluten. It's like a, there's probably somebody and uh, out of Brucey's that it has a gluten-free lifestyle. Uh, uh, Nancy. The owner, Nancy, I think is uh, celiac. They've been doing gluten-free longer than I have. That's usually what it takes. Yeah. That's usually what it takes. It's and they, they celebrate Celiac Awareness yeah. Month uh, in May. In May. Yeah. Okay. John Irvin, again, you know how I feel about you. We're going to do some great things coming up here in the uh, very near future. Sounds it's cool. Uh, Holiday That's You're on board with them, huh? They're a fantastic place, yeah. And happy birthday to you and Kyle. You know? <laughs> Thanks, sir. <laughs> no the kidding. Thing, thing is, I got you beat. I'll be 57 in, in another week. So We're going to talk like about it. favorite pizza when we come back. 57, huh? Oh, you're a yeah, young man. Yeah. You're a young man. You're just hitting your stride there. John Urban, gluten-free things in Arvada. Give out the address. It's 11651 West 64th Avenue. We're across from Arvada West on 64th and Sims. Go to our website, uh, glutenfreethings.com, and also... For informational, go to glutenfreevegan.com for a lot of good information about all the different aspects of gluten-free and vegan lifestyle. Keep doing the work that nobody else is really doing, man. I uh, appreciate it. There he is, John Irvin, Gluten-Free Things in Arvada. We'll come back, talk about pizza. This is uh, really the reason. And if people, Jay, that don't eat pizza or don't like, I don't trust them. 
I don't trust them. I don't <laughs> want to be around them. I think pizza is one of the... Nikki? Yeah, right? I mean, this is my pizza? third slice of pizza today. <laughs> Not just here, so I already <laughs> eaten some today. It, it's one of those things. Uh, pizza really makes the world go round. It's delicious. It's yeah. delicious. We'll talk about our favorite pizza pie. You, you might be surprised about mine. Really? Yeah, I think you is might be surprised. Is there pineapple on yours? Hey, you think there is? I think Are there you is. guessing that there's pineapple yeah. on mine? Uh-huh. I, you know what? They say things about pineapple that, uh, hey, our family. I don't, know, I don't know what it is, but we're going to break. I'll bet you I can guess Kyle Moyer's favorite pizza. Oh, no. We'll get you. Uh, we can't? All right. Let's do oh, that. Oh, no. 3901 Fox Street, uh, the Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria. All's well in the Mile High City. The sun's out. Uh, the downtown is just as bright as can be because, um, on these types of day, when there's a front that goes through, it takes all the smog with it. So it's a beautiful, clear day at the Crafty Fox as we perch above the Mile High City. We'll come right back on 3901 Fox Street, the Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria, right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Love great food and drinks? Get tips on the best places to eat or discover new bars and restaurants. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash themoderneater. You're thirsty. You want a drink, a swig, something to quaff, imbibe. You want bogeys, beer, and wine. 400 craft beers. We're talking lagers, suds, brewskis, you name it, they got it. 170 whiskeys, hooch, moonshine, bourbon, scotch. It's enough for any gin joint. The guy who runs it? Kyle Moyer. He's a connoisseur. Guy really knows his stuff. You want wine? Kyle says there's plenty of great wine right here. Local, you know. Family owned. Make your taste buds come alive. Bogey's Beer and Wine. It's a shop, a store, an emporium, a flavor factory for distilled spirits. Right next to the Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria, near I-25 and 38th on Fox Street. You like beer, whiskey, and wine? This is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Go to bogeysbeer.com. It's a tap house. It's a pizzeria. Tap house. Pizzeria. Mamma mia, it's a both. The Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria. Named one of the hottest new bars in Denver by Zagat. 60 rotating taps dedicated to delicious craft beer. With permanent Russian River Blind Pig handle. The Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria. The most heavenly pizza you've ever tasted. The freshest ingredients. Baked to perfection. This menu, they use the same ingredients that they use to make it a craft. With two outdoor patios, including a rooftop deck, with a majestic view of downtown Denver, located just a mile north of Coors Field. Let's play ball! 3901 Fox Street in Denver. It's a tap house. It's a pizzeria. It's It's both. The Crafty Fox Pizzeria and Tap House, where craft is their middle name. Check them out at craftyfox.beer. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. The ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen. Oh, cool new open for In the Kitchen. I like that. Greg Holland back, Jay Parker, uh, Chef Nikki Olson, Kyle Moyer, along with John Irvin from uh, Gluten-Free Things. I don't even want to rush this, you guys, because I, I really want to talk about favorite pizza, so we'll throw that into the next hour. Along with Holiday Brewing Company and uh, Barrels Beer Company is going to come on the show as well in the drinker in the next hour. We'll do that, uh, but right now... Listen, the Crafty Fox, it's great out right now. 3901 Fox Street, 39th and Fox. How do you guide people in here, Kyle? You know, we're basically 38th Avenue and I-25. Uh, we're just uh, basically a block north of that, so we're at 39th and Fox. But look for the Regency uh, student housing right off the highway there, right behind that. That's easy enough to come on in. I, all, I could even find the place. Well, listen, it's taken you so many tries, but when you're on I-25... People, people have no idea. They really don't. It, it's a great place to be, and come on down. Uh, kind of a uh, gluten-free theme. Holiday Brewing Company, William Martinez. I think uh, William's in the house already. I can't wait to catch up with him uh, just talking about some good things. Again, John Irvin, thanks so much. 